Welcome to Read By, where today's finest authors read what matters to them, from their homes to yours. In this episode, Quan Berry reads a short essay by Gary Soto. To learn more from Berry about her choice, check out the episode description. And now, Read By, Quan Berry. Hi, my name's Quan Barry, and I'm reading from a book that I've actually had sitting on my living room end table for forever and have never actually read. It's called What Poets Are Like, Up and Down with the Writing Life by Gary Soto. And I actually just opened it up for the first time. And it's a bunch of like tiny little essays basically about being a poet. So I thought I'd read one of them called My MFA Arrives by Mail. It was past noon, a good part of the day torn off like a chunk of bread. Earlier, I had received my MFA diploma by mail and used the tube it came in, first as a telescope. Job prospects are very small when you squint. Then a trumpet. John, I called to a friend with his own MFA that year. What are you doing? And finally, a gavel on the side of my head. In short, I was bored. My wife was off at work in an air-conditioned office and I was alone, tired of poetry and the buzz of a fly. Was that you, Emily Dickinson? I left our apartment in a clean t-shirt, the light as bright as a scalpel. I had to find a job, something like the city workers hosing off the sidewalk. I can do that, I told myself, as I walked past the duo in orange vests. One hosed while his amigo ate a spotted banana, watching the water flow. Afterward, they would get into the truck and head off to another place, where the one eating the banana would hose and the other one would eat or drink. A sweaty brew was beginning to surface on my brow. The sun is coin bright. The busted condom is a wayward child twelve years from the day. The sea peels back the beach. The poetry inside me was really bad, all because of the arc of the sun, which had dazed me. On a bank sign, the temperature read 104 degrees. Darkness showed under my arms. What path had I taken during midday? The one where I sweat and people in air-conditioned cars think, what's that stupid guy doing? About a half mile this way, a half mile that way, I returned home, my ambitions depleted from the heat. I drank water and, like William Carlos Williams, went to the refrigerator for a plum. I then lay shirtless on the bed, a tall glass of water with ice cubes within arm's reach. I read a poem by Mark Strand, didn't believe the sentiment. I read a poem by Edward Field, now here was a real poet, but I soon grew drowsy. There was no ocean breeze to pour into our apartment. The fumes of sadness circled in the wind of a two-speed fan. I fell asleep, mouth open, and dreamed nothing. I woke to my wife chirping, Gary, where are you? It's hot in here. Poor baby. I woke limp as old celery, more bad poetry, sat on the edge of the bed. I was tired, but I hadn't done anything except walk a few blocks and read poetry in the breeze of our fan. Wake up, I scolded myself. Get it together. Carolyn, I called hoarsely, desperate for another person, for no one had spoken to me except poems. I yawned and was grateful for the springs inside the mattress when I pushed off. I went to the living room and hugged her first from the front and then from the back. Gary, she asked after I released her, what did you do today? Nothing, I answered proudly, for a poet to get a real job means the end. I led her by the hand to the kitchen table. I showed her my diploma and the mailing tube it came in. She hugged me some more and asked if she could have the tube. That evening, Caroline went off with friends. Once again alone, except for some hoodlum voices and poetry, I read after a dinner of two sandwiches. I took a bowl of jello to the yard. 
There I sat under a sycamore, its dusty leaves hiding long-abandoned nests. The summer heat had sucked me of poetry, crushed my spirit to mow the lawn, and put anger in my eyes. Why was I born in Fresno and not Alaska or Ireland? Then, as I slurped a first spoonful of jello, I imagined Patagonia and penguins applauding the arrival of icebergs on a shore. I sat in a webbed lawn chair, shirtless. I glowered at my mountainous jello, medicine for tonsil patients and teething babies. But I was neither. I was a young man slick as a human-sized tuna. It was still hot, and sweat was what I would do. I looked skyward. The godless stars were chewing what I could only believe were ice cubes. The heavens were cold, or at least cool. When the phone rang, I hurried inside to answer it and heard a friend ask, Did you get yours? It was John Weinberg, newly minted MFA student, class of 1976. He was speaking of our diplomas. Yeah, I answered. John and I spent our graduate school years drinking and listening to rock and roll. Are you going to have yours framed? Hell no, John blasted. After the call, I returned outside. I stared at my bowl of jello, now syrupy as blood. I breathed in and breathed out. I thought of my wife. She was somewhere in Fresno with girlfriends. She was in an air-conditioned house I knew, and she was maybe eating jello that was whole and cold and a color other than blood. My diploma went into a binder, and the tube went to a cool place. Thanks. Nine Two Wise Read By is produced and commissioned by New York's Nine Two Y Unterberg Poetry Center, a home for live readings and literature for over 80 years. To invite more authors into your home, subscribe to Nine Two Wise Read By wherever you download podcasts. If you're able, please visit 92y.org slash help now to donate to support Nine Two Y and our new digital programming. Thank you. And thank you for listening. Find more great recordings at 92y.org slash redbye.